you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com, thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, it's wonderful to see you guys again. Wonderful for you guys to be with us again. Be sure to check out our giveaway page for the extra wallets that we're giving away. There's some cool wallets that have tracking where they can track anywhere around the world. Extra, you can go to thechrisvossshow.com forward slash giveaways, and you can find out more about what we're doing over there. Also, go uh, further share to your friends, neighbors, relatives. If you haven't got a chance to subscribe yet as well, go to YouTube.com, Forchess Chris Voss, hit the bell notification button. Go to Goodreads.com, Forchess Chris Voss. See everything we're reading and reviewing over there as well. That's always important. And go to all our groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and all those cool places the kids are always playing. Subscribe to the LinkedIn newsletter. That thing is just uh, killing it over there. And also the big 122,000. LinkedIn corporate group that we have over there as well. Just look for the Chris Fox show. Today we have an amazing gentleman on the show. He's going to be talking to us about all the cool stuff that he does. We have Tony J. Salimi on the show. He's going to be talking to us about his amazing stuff and what he does doing like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Tony J. Salimi was born in the town of Gustaver, Republic of Northern Macedonia. He went from being critical ill, bullied, and surviving a civil war and living homeless on the streets of London to graduating from one of the top engineering universities in the UK. Ever since he's been climbing the corporate ladder and becoming an internationally recognized TEDx speaker, multi-award winning author of several books, filmmaker, executive producer, and one of the world's leading authorities on human behavior, the psychology of health, excellence, empowered and purposeful living, leading and purpose missions. Welcome to the show, Tony. How are you? I'm extremely well, Chris. Thank you for having me on your show. Thanks for coming. We really appreciate it. Give us your dot-coms and places people can find you on the interwebs that you want them to look you up at. People can look me up at TonySalimi.com, but, you know, if they just Google me, they'll find a lot of information there. There you go. You've got a great, unique last name. That's always fun. So you know what it means? I do not. Please let us know. So Tony in Latin means priceless. My middle name, J, stands for Yeton, which means to live your life. And Salimi in Arabic means peace. So to live your life in peace is priceless. That is awesome. My name, Chris Voss, uh, is, uh, translates to guy who has a bad attitude and is and hates a lot. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that. <laughs> I had to do something opposite. Well, we do the comedy around here. So give us, uh, in your words, what, what you are what you are, and what you do in your mind. I, I kind of introduced you with the bio, but tell us, give, give us an overview of, of, of you and in your own words. So basically, for the last 30 years, I spent most of my time to actually demystify the mysteries of life, business, leadership, excellence, healing the body, the mind, but also overcoming some of the biggest struggles that one can be exposed to. And despite all of those struggles from being homeless, from fighting in a civil war, we can see what's happening now in Ukraine. For me, it's just a 
almost a repeat of that story from 30 years ago. I really wanted to find the secret behind what makes us human angelic and what makes us devilish and horrible people, mm. horrible leaders, and what actually causes illness at the root cause. Because, you know, wherever I travel, one of the major problems that I see people having are people who actually focus their time into building wealth, building companies and stuff like that end up suffering in their with their wealth with their families, with their children being disempowered, addictions, depressions, that you mentioned it, I've come across. Then you have people who dedicate their lives on spirituality, on healing, but then they struggle financially. So one of the things I really always wanted to understand is really life and the miracle of life. And, you know, how can we really expand that potential to more people? How can we activate this God-given intelligence in every human being so we can create a better society for all? There you go. And you've written three books, is that correct? Actually, I've written five books. Three books I've written and two books I've co-written. Okay. So the first book, A Path to Wisdom, was really uh, life-changing, not only for the millions of readers who've actually read it now, but it was for me, first and foremost, because, you know, in 2009 and 2008, when the financial crisis happened, I, I experienced some horrible, horrible events and one of them is one of my friends actually committed suicide working for one of the major banks that went bust. And that was a, a wake-up call for me if I continue on this journey in the corporate ladder that, you know, working like 50, 60 hours a week, that there'll be not much left of me. Mm -hmm. And I, I was heading towards the same anxiety, depression, and all the negative effects of actually dedicating 100% of your time to work. Mm -hmm. So I literally was the last person being made redundant and almost like 20 years down the line after went from living homeless to really creating a, a wonderful life. I ended up again, almost with the prospect of being, living homeless again. And I really wanted to understand what is it about us that we're going through those cycles of life and what are they really teaching us? So for me, it was this really push that I needed to start integrating all this wonderful knowledge and experience that I gained, not only in the corporate world, but also in the healing world and in the transformation world, like coaching and different modalities of healing and how to really bring perfect health and actually empower yourself to a level that you live freely on your terms. So I spent almost like 12 weeks in meditation and I wanted to combine these 30 years of knowledge to be able to activate this inner wisdom that people have. Mm -hmm. So the solution came to me in those almost eight hours a day meditation about how each individual, this wonderful intelligence God given, has its own built-in alarm, which can... Uh, alert us every time we are out of our own path, every time we damage our body, every time we speak ill of something, every time we create a judgment, every time we become depressed or fearful. So all of those things that are happening in our body as a feedback mechanism for us to grow into our truest power. But not just only that, but also the alarms of the outer world that uh, we keep receiving, some good, some bad. And with ever-increasing technological evolution, uh, I thought we needed a new methodology that people can use in able to empower those critical areas in life, which we all deep down, we strive to empower our spiritual self, our mental self, our emotional self, because our, we use our emotions every single day to deal with life. 
than our business, our career, our professional life. And then most importantly, at home, you know, who are we when we come at home? What kind of mask do we put on when we are at home? And socially, and at some point, philanthropically, what is it that we want to leave in the world as we go towards leaving this planet? So the alarm methodology was born there, and I set up a foundation through which I can help people activate this intelligence within them so they consistently can grow and empower themselves in those areas while attaining one of the most priceless, priceless things that people are searching. And do you know what that is? What is it? Inner peace. Inner peace. That's awesome. Inner peace and health and have this kind of work-life balance where you can enjoy the fruits of your work. So as I started coaching and training entrepreneurs, leaders, influencers, politicians, uh, member of royal families, all sorts of amazing people on this journey, the more I started traveling globally, the more that I realized that, you know, there's this loneliness going around, the more we become technologically advanced, the more we feel disconnected from one another. Yes. So I started then, I said, okay, I felt cool to write another book about what is it that disconnects people and how loneliness can actually influence people and can even activate genes. And some research suggests that loneliness is as bad as smoking 15 to 20 cigarettes a day. Holy crap. So I really went into the science, understanding loneliness, and this is where the hashtag loneliness book came about. Mm -hmm. And which is about really taking people on a journey, how they can rise as a phoenix through any adversity and uncertainty. And to be able to really handheld them through that process, I shared at the beginning of the book, my own journey through loneliness. Mm -hmm. Because I believe, you know, in being vulnerable, in being open and transparent with the reader and the, the audience, people can relate at a soul level with you. So therefore, yeah. giving them a hope for transformation. Definitely, definitely. You went through some interesting things. So, you know, how did you go from, you know, being, going through what you went through in Macedonia? And I mean, did you, did you immigrate to, to London in England? Yes, basically. I mean, my luck was saved, Chris, because, you know, the war started when I was in the former Yugoslavia. I was conscripted from university. Back then I was the first year at one of the top engineering universities in Croatia or Yugoslavia, as we used to know it. And, you know, I was constricted because it was compulsory yeah. and I was forced to fight a civil war that deep down I despised and a lot of my friends and family lost their lives. So my life was pretty much saved by one of the commanders who used to know my dad because my dad also used to be in former Yugoslavia. And basically from that, I ended up directly with a plane. My mom borrowed some money, put me on the last plane from Macedonia to UK. Uh -huh and ended wow. up homeless on the streets of London. I did wow. not speak the language. I did not know anybody. I did not know any support mechanisms. I was just simply a confused 20 years old uh, person who was deeply hurting from the events that happened and from the loss that I had, simply spent the first four months just simply crying on the streets of London, trying to make sense how on earth can we as people yeah. do such atrocities to one another. Yeah. So how old were you when that took place? 20 years. Wow. And you, so your mom basically just, and, and did she stay and your family stay in Macedonia? They yes. I mean, it's out? basically my family, like my family is all over Europe. Mm -hmm. And I was the youngest one. Like my four sisters, they were all married. My brother was married. They all lived in different countries. Mm -hmm. And I was the youngest one within the family. 
So my mom, her main motto was to save my life, not to save wow. her life. Wow. And my dad back then was captured in Bosnia, so we didn't have any contact for many years. And I, I, I think the event that followed with my sister being in Switzerland, me being in England, we spent a lot of money trying to save our dad, which eventually we did. We united them. He didn't live longer much than much after that period, but at least I brought him to England. I brought mom and dad to England and I saw them for the last time. Oh, wow. So it, it ended up fairly good. You got, you got reunited with them and stuff. Yes, I got reunited and my mom lived on after my dad passed away because he, you know, he suffered quite a lot, a lot of the trauma down there. But it was one of these feelings that, you know, I spent eight years in UK not knowing that I will ever see my family. Wow. And, you know, it's, I had a choice to pretty much die or rise up and do something about it and hopefully become a better person, use those lessons and help other people out there to become better human beings so we can more effectively and efficiently serve one another and serve humanity. Yes, that's wonderful. So how long have you been coaching people now? It looks like for some time looking over your books. Yes. I mean, basically I spent first 17 years building a technology career and managing billion pound technology and digital transformation programs, both backend, frontend, software engineering, and also pretty much creating some amazing work at the beginning of the 2000 boom and the technology revolution. But during that period, I actually spent a lot of time and energy and money in doing like some of the top courses around the world, such as working with Tony Robbins and Dr. Jordan Martini and a lot of the wonderful global healers out there to really heal the pains within me. Now, on that journey, I never thought that one day I will do that for other people because what was for me, it was as a child, always dreamed to be a CIO and go out there and work in huge companies and uh, use technology as a way of empowerment, transformation, growth, and whatever the wonderful things technology can do and educate people also to not misuse technology as a way to harm other people. So... But on this journey, it's sort of so many people, you know, when I was working in technology, I did a lot of healing work for people, pretty much hands-on healing, because some of the events when I was a kid, when I was a child, when I was born, frankly, one of the spiritual teachers that my parents used to have them in their life, when I was born, apparently told my parents, it's going to be a master healer, he's going to go around the world and do this miracle work. But, you know, at the age of uh, nine, I was hit by an illness, which left me hospitalized for almost two years. In a, and out of that, about six months in life support machine. Wow. And during this period, the doctors gave up. So they gave him back to my parents and they told my parents, get ready for funeral. You know, he's not going to make it. It's better for him to die at home. So my parents took me, took me to this spiritual teacher who told them saying, okay, your prediction is wrong. He's dying. And apparently, you know, he lived somewhere in North Macedonia in the mountains. That's all I can remember from then. Mm -hmm. And he apparently brought me in and told my parents, don't worry, this is just a test for him. And this is the first time that I started really questioning after six months working with this guy and taking, being taken to hospital and back at his place in the mountains with no electricity, just with like natural elements such as water, fire and natural products from the, the place he was living. I started getting better and I started teaching me healing techniques, which then as a, as a child, I started really questioning the validity of science and healers and how can I merge those two worlds? And this is the time also when I first time had my first out-of-body experiences, which I couldn't really explain back then to anybody apart mm -hmm. from my grandfather and the spiritual teachers and my parents, because it was not a concept that many people know about it. But later down the line, 
you know, 30 years down the line, I've met most incredible scientists in the world who've actually done this research for 50 years, which I knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. So it was quite a nice confirmation that the fact that from a very young age, I wanted to learn the tricks of the trade of spirit and matter. How can I merge that together and magnify the results clients need from me? Do you use a lot of meditation in your coaching that you do? And it was well, that where, where meditation is uh, just a, a, a tool, just an exercise that my clients can use as a mm-hmm. complementary thing to what we do. So majority of the work that I do, I've created this unique program, which is uh, pretty much catered for successful people, professional people from different professions, which I take them on a retreat away from their day-to-day life, five or 10 days. And what happens in there is pretty much uh, one, uh, my client described it as miracles. The, and uh, activating your own miracles. And this is something that I talk about it in Path to Wisdom. The last process in Path to Wisdom is miracle creation. When something you perceive originally, it cannot be done, suddenly you experience it, it's in your life. So vital planning, it's a life and business transformational experience where you get about thousands of questions answered in five or 10 day period. Mm-hmm. And then we extract all of your knowledge we shuffle your psychology, your mindset, and then we create a plan and a strategy to achieve your highest goals. Wow. And so you've, you've, you've worked with a lot of amazing people, Tony Robbins and other people. You know, uh, Tony Robbins was a guy who changed my life and stuff. What are, what are ways, who, who are your main clients and, and who do you like to work with? And, and how do people get in touch with you if they're interested in working with you? My main clients are entrepreneurs, professional people, successful people, frankly, and people who own seven to nine figure business owners who really want to take it to the next level and pretty much get the clarity they need for them to be as successful at high achievers as they can be. So they can be coaches, they can be speakers, they can be scientists. I have people who are scientists. I work quite a lot with medical professionals, with doctors. I work a lot with entrepreneurs. I, look, I, I work with CIOs of big banks, of technology companies. So for me, the client is irrelevant. Because one thing I've, I've, I've noticed, Chris, the work that I've created, the methodologies applies to every human being. For sure, they have to be at a certain level of success to be able to afford this kind of unique work that happens. It's customized to the client. Now, it's as, as wonderful as it is to go to a lot of training, until somebody works with you uniquely about you, you really don't expand that kind of potential that somebody can help you elevate. Yeah. So it's all like supporting mechanisms. So when I get asked questions like that, I said, if you can afford it, work with as many people as you can, but get one person who you really has the experience, has the credibility and has the drive and the vision and the clarity that you need for you to go to a whole new level of growth, awareness and potential. There you go. Let's talk about some of your other books. You've got A Path to Wisdom, How to Live a Balanced, Healthy and Peaceful Life. And that's been out since 2014. You've got a number of other books. Let me pull them up here. I'm just pulling this through Amazon. It's the uh, hashtag loneliness. Loneliness. And it's fit for purpose leadership, which I, it's specific about all the different leaders that I work around stress, burnout, frustrations, confidence, addictions. And then the, the unfakeable code, which was written throughout COVID mm-hmm. and got published during the COVID time. And it's really unique book. And the reason it's unique, firstly, you know, the title, The Unfakeable Code also came to me through meditation and doing my healing work with myself. This is where pretty much open up my channels of receiving and being intuitive about what I need to do, whether it's about client or in my own business. Mm -hmm. So 
the unfakeable it's about the same thing that no one can copy you who you are. And unfortunately, unfortunately, with a lot of the boom of the social media and apps, a lot of people put a lot of masks. And, you know, so they never truly show their true authentic self. Same goes you showing up as a leader. And we also, what happened in the world with certain leaders that really stirred the biggest, the biggest problems that have been created as a result. And, you know, we saw what happened in America. We saw what happened here in Britain with Brexit. We saw what's mm -hmm. happening in Ukraine with war, with Putin. So for me, you know, if you think about in 21st century, leaders to be able to start people to get, to go against people. For me, that's not what authentic leadership is about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, leadership, it's truly to awaken the leadership skills and the intelligence for humanity to go to the next level together. Definitely, definitely. And your book is, let me give you the full title here so people can search it. The Unfakeable Code, Take Back Control, Lead Authentically, and Live Freely on Your Terms. So the Unfakeable Code, I think you mentioned this before, is is your kind of unique DNA, the, the fact that you're unique and no one else maybe has your particular skills? Absolutely. It's a unique methodology because working as, a, as, as an engineer, as a technologist, everything that you do in computer devices has a unique code. And that's why you get all those upgrades and everything that's happening with like Windows or Apple. You know, Apple has it less frequently, but Windows has it very frequently, consistently upgrading the codes. Why? Because we consistently have threats. Similarly, we as human beings, we consistently go through that process of I would say the amygdala kind of responses that most people respond to emotional charges that happen outside of them with no control at all. So with no objectivity because they're driven by the emotional charges or past events that are stored in their subconscious mind that trigger them. For instance, you go, you could be having an experience with somebody who, let's say, had a black hair, long hair. 20 years down the line, you might meet a person who, who even you have nothing, even could be the most wonderful partner for you, business person or associate. But mm -hmm. your subconscious mind automatically has a bias towards that person. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it can very much easily stop not having an interaction with that person or do anything, but put a judgment in front of it. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not who your authentic true being is. And, you know, the different masks that I'm talking about, this is where in today's world, we consistently are faced with judgments. Every single day we get faced with judgments and that can pretty much overwhelm you, stress you and bring you to the point of break. So in the unfakeable code, it's really, I put processes together. How can you upgrade your mind's codes with alignment to evolution and the experiences of life and how you can then be in flow with life? So you can truly take back control of what reality you want to live in. Definitely. I mean, flow is really important. And, and what goes on inside your brain? You know, so many people suffer from trauma from youth, huh? Yes. I mean, trauma, it's one of the things that I'm tackling because, you know, not just trauma, Chris. I mean, we've looked through COVID, you know, people are put into lockdown and the effect, the mental health effect of it will be like, like a comet leaving a massive trace behind and a trail behind. And we're going to take at least 10 to 20 years to truly understand the mental, emotional, family impact, educational impact, societal impact of COVID. Mm -hmm. And this is why I actually felt cool to write the book, to give people a tool to take the reins of their life 
that in their own hands, to take that control in their own hands. By understanding how they can upgrade their psychology and implementing simple processes and by putting that that every human being can implement. But also to manage one of the things that impact every human being, which is negative self-talk that we have. Mm -hmm. Especially that triggers when we have massive uncertainty. And COVID created that uncertainty. (laughs) Therefore, the negative self-talk in our head became bigger and bigger. And while so many people lost during COVID, I've actually never stopped working through COVID. My business grew five five times. You know, every time there was a travel corridor, I could travel. Like I spent 12 weeks in Turkey, for instance, working with a top billionaire in there with him, with his business, with all the families. Now, a lot of the entrepreneurs were already my clients. Although we're supposed to go into those wonderful locations, we turned everything into Zoom. Now, being somebody who worked in technology, I always had disaster recovery plans in place. And this is part of what vital planning is so essential because through that process, I also take my clients to create a strategy that pretty much in a plan that takes into consideration any uncertainty so they can actually remain on purpose, on vision. Because most people are driven by outside circumstances, meaning what the government tells you, what the paper tells you, what the media tells you, what the economy tells you, but not by their own vision and their own authentic values, which if you truly listen to them, you are, you can work and live freely on your terms in any economy. Do people have to find that stuff or do you find that most people are lost? They don't really have a purpose or values. They've never really sat down and thought about it. There's two types of people, some who don't and some who do. Mm-hmm. And, but also those who do, the problem I've seen it consistently, they think that once you found it, that's it. But mm-hmm. what people don't realize is that your values and beliefs consistently are evolving. You know, and part of evolution, you have the process of destruction and creation. Now, most people hold on to values or beliefs like they are something irremovable. You know, you can't change it or, oh, this is me. You know, I've been like this all my life. And they have those affirmative statements that pretty much limits them to what's possible for them. So the work that I have done with all of my clients, including myself, if you want to be a thought leader, let's say you want to work at a global level and with a global mission, what I do with my clients, we pretty much evaluate their values every single week. And it's a process that really transforms your life. I've seen this consistently, how much my clients have changed. But if you can't do that, at least if you do it every month, and to really address whether your external reality matches your internal voice and yearning and values. Mm-hmm. And most people don't know how to do that process in a very effective way. This is some of the processes that I share through my books, especially people who sign up for my either my any of my coaching programs or even vital planning for those people who want intense work in five or 10 days and they go out there and do their amazing work. So values are key. Why? Because... When you know, majority of the responses that we have, majority of our actions are driven by injected values that we received since a very young age, whether it's mm-hmm. from your parents, from your environment, from your schooling, from, you know, experiences with people, never, ever truly spending unique time to really understand the unfakeable you. Yeah. And, and it, do a lot of people have a problem with that being fake? Do they, you know, like you mentioned, they, they wear masks and, and stuff. Do people have really trouble getting to their authentic self? And I imagine that's what you help them do. Yes. I mean, basically, one thing I notice again, it's when it pains you so much, then they do a call to action. So usually the people give in into this psychology, fake psychology, about fake it until you make it. 
I see so many people out there trying to create an image of themselves, which is not true. And, you know, we as human beings with our senses and with our intelligence, we pretty much know when somebody's authentic with us. Although we might not like it, uh, we, we know this person speaks their truth. Unfortunately, majority of the people now, they actually created this tinted version of the authentic self, which is mm-hmm. the mask that they put on to try to impress, to try to get something out of you, to try to sway you into something, to try to get your vote, to try to get your business, to pretty much tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a, in a world where basically you are leading your values, frankly, you, nobody needs to sell you anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you yourself are aware what is it that you need, what is it that you want, and go about it in the most effective, efficient way to find the people who can help you get exactly what you want. Definitely. So, you know, in authentic living, the worst part is it affects your health. So anybody who has health issue, they are not living an authentic life. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a huge statement, mm-hmm. but it's so, so true. Now, yeah. our entire physiology and psychology is affected by our own behaviors and the way we perceive reality. So therefore, when a symptom is actually developed in the body, there's a mm-hmm. feedback mechanism to tell you, wake up. And this is what the alarm methodology in the book Path to Wisdom is about, to help you listen to that alarm that tells you, wake up, you are not authentic. And similarly, across all of my books, they have a theme. The Unfakeable Code takes you through that process. And one of the biggest things for men is being a people pleaser. Now, in there, I'm talking about a lot what that kind of psychology is and how to overcome it. And also... It's, you know, sometimes when I've spoken to different stages, I've heard teachers and other people talking about how you need to embrace your emotions, let them through your body, let this. And after they finish and I ask them a simple question, is that loving to you? No. So if it's not loving, what else can you do for you not to engage in your emotion that becomes destructive to you? Mm -hmm. This is what I call intelligently using your emotions. So, you know, they said two different things. You've been sporadic with your emotions when somebody, something hits you or some kind of uncertainty happens for you to actually using your body and the intelligence of your body and your emotions in a way that serves you to grow, to transform and to go to the next stages in your life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really interesting. I noticed on your website, you have a lot of different courses and services that you do, consultations, corporate programs, coaching packages seminars and workshops. Anything you want to touch on there as to what you do with those? Yeah, sure. I mean, for those people who are really want to embrace this kind of unique methodologies to bring them into their work environment, the first step is to book a, a business strategy session. Or if you're an individual going through like changes in your life, whether it's personal changes or you want to set a business or you transition from career into business, I recommend people to simply book a two-hour strategy session. The reason it's two hours, one hour is never enough to get at the essence of who this human yeah. being is and what is their issue. So I can actually use that information to advise them the best course of action to move forward. So people who want to re- ride the wave that we are going through now, and mm-hmm. one of the things most people are not even thinking how their life will be impacted by artificial intelligence and the changes that are rapidly happening in the background and digital transformation. And most people will end up jobless. You know, I did a TED talk about this. Technological Armageddon, a wake-up call, almost has a million views. And it's a timeless talk that people can simply watch that. But Mm -hmm. also people can go and read the books because that will give you a head start if you want to really maximize your investment in you when you work with an expert such as myself who can pretty much squeeze 30 years and 30 professionals into one year. 
So you know, saving your time, energy, money, efficiency, and get to the heart of the matter and where is it you want to go with your life, with your business, with your message, with your vision about what you want to achieve, whether it's a financial vision, whether it's a, you know, a, a anthropophic vision, whatever it may be, this is where you start on a journey to expanding your ever evolving potential. Mm -hmm. Well, that sounds like a wonderful journey that you take people on and help people achieve their success. Anything more we would need to touch on, on what you do and how you do it? Yes. One of the things that I've been doing, I just finished my upcoming book called A Path to Excellence. Basically, it's about how to attain unshakable certainty, confidence, and awakening you to your true greatness. Mm. And how do you go about being the best in your field? And how do you bring excellence in everything that you do? Now, excellence is being promoted in business, in leadership, in sports, you know, with some of my clients who are sports and museum personalities, for them, it's so important to be the best in what they do. You know, you're not going to end up pursuing a profession uh, that you want to win without really going through the most biggest challenges and struggles anybody can come. And we've seen that with things like when we go into like the talent shows that they've been created, when some people really define gravity and they do those extraordinary things, but it comes with big pains. So a path to excellence is pretty much a new methodology that I developed, which is in alignment where the current life is and the current awareness of epigenetics, neuroscience, and the latest thing about activating your human potential and bringing it up into a simple language that people can understand no matter where you are. So you can pursue to become the best personality, sports personality, musician, entrepreneur, speaker, whatever you want. I've actually put it down into eight methods and eight life cycles that you need to overcome for you to mm -hmm. be pursuing excellence in your life or in your business. Yeah, and because the other part, which I'm working on, as I mentioned earlier, this interview, one of the products that I've started doing, it's I started also doing filmmaking. And this just ended up as, a, as something that I love to help people with, another mm -hmm. product, where the first one is called Living My Illusion, The Truth Hurts, which basically... I partner up with my clients who hired me to do business coaching for their technology business. Then I ended up doing family relationship coaching. Then when they saw the breakthroughs, they wanted to share that message with the world. And therefore we partner up, we created a documentary called Living My Illusion, which people can watch on Amazon Prime. And it's really, I would recommend people to take a, a glass of wine or uh -huh. a drink or a whiskey, sit down, because it has a lot of things for you to self-reflect in yourself. When you see the process that I'm taking people to really um, demystify the lies we tell ourselves and get you to your authentic self and your own truth and being able to vocalize your truth. That's really important. And then yeah. I'm also involved as an executive producer on a wonderful documentary, which is about illiteracy across America in partnership with Nick Nanton. And it's... Uh, uh, the Truth About Reading, which will be released in September, and I'll be in L.A. Uh, uh, during the release and celebrating this uh, wonderful moment. And also in the Path to Excellence, one of the products that now uh, I push forward, it's for clients who are at the certain level of success who want to work similarly what I've done with Living My Illusion, The Truth Hurts, and turn their transformational journey in a unique film and product that I take out there in the world which raises their brand awareness, raises their message, raises their, I would say, awareness about specific issue. For instance, one of the clients that I've helped work, senior engineer in oil and gas industry around mental health and around 
OCD and epilepsy, which in the last seven years totally disappeared out of his life as a direct result of the work I've been doing with him for seven years. Oh, wow. Wow. That's crazy. But so it, you've done a lot of wonderful things. This is really insightful. Anything more you want to touch on or tease out before you go? Do you know when the book is coming out that you're working on now? Yes. A path to excellence will be across the shops in September. There the, and uh, basically the next one is I'm doing filming about my client that I just mentioned, uh, taking the first episode of the new documentary series I've created called Into Your Divinity, because this came about when I was working with another client from US, frankly, in Macedonia, about really understanding at the essence, when I put all those different clients, you know, from different backgrounds, and I was asking again myself the question why I had those people around me, what is that truly I do for my clients? And what, how do I summarize this work that I've been doing for 30 years of developing and coming together? And the, the answer came is into your divinity. And we created mm -hmm. a brand out of that because the reality is every time you go through this process and the method, you get closer and closer to your divine nature. Mm. And the more you go through that process, the more you become being of light, you know, the being that we see and admire the people when you see somebody and say, oh my God, they're radiating love. So really, that's what I do with whether it's individuals, whether it's clients, whether it's families, groups, I really bring them and take them the process of the ongoing process of transformation and the cycles of life for them to step in into their true divine nature. Mm. Finding your divine nature and, and being in touch with your spirit. I mean, that's super important at being, at being, you know, connected with your inner self, your truth and everything else, huh? Yes, absolutely. It's, a, it's that true connection with your true authentic self and your true divinity. And that divinity has infinity in you, which mm -hmm. means it can create tremendous infinity possibilities for you to express that divinity in your reality. And this, the form it shapes, it's also dictated by the kind of voice and values we have within ourselves. So for instance, let's say that you come from a traumatic family. Your void might be how to bring peace into your family and how to be a better person. And uh, therefore, you can dedicate your life to actually become one of the greatest coaches who help families resolve conflict. There you or sometimes, let's say you come from poverty background and you have no money. Your void could be that lack of money. And therefore, you dedicate your life to become great at money-making and wealth expert. And what I've really realized, it's uh, unless you unlock those eight critical areas in your life, someone else will dictate you in that specific area where you are weak. So this is where I wanted to integrate all of this work and help people empower those eight crit critical areas in their life, their spiritual self, mental, emotional, their business, career, financial, their relationship, family, socially, and what they want to do philanthropically. Definitely, definitely. Well, this has been really insightful to have you on, and it sounds like you've done some amazing things with your life. I mean, coming back from a lot of your childhood scars and issues and helping other people overcome their issues that they probably acquired over their lifetime. Thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate it, Tony. Thank you so much, Chris. It's been an absolute honor and pleasure. So, you know, the main mission is to more people really empower themselves and become dedicated leaders and amazing teachers and healers of others. Because when we go through that process, like it or not, there's the calling in ourselves to be able to share our teachings and our learning and our lessons with others who are maybe suffering. So, you know, we all there to end some kind of pain, some kind of suffering. And 
the more you learn, the more you invest in yourself, the more dividends you will get as your life progresses into your old age. And therefore, your calling will be more to leave some philanthropic kind of word behind you. And most people don't know what that is. So a lot of the clients who come to me, it's pretty much they've reached certain level, but they know deep down they want more. And one of the principles that I teach in the latest book, The Unfakeable Code, it's principle number five, which has taught me the biggest lessons in my life. And I've helped many of my clients before even I wrote the book, I used the principles for them to, I'll say, see the light when they are in the darkness. Mm. And that principle goes like this. Let your heart be the only military commander you need to win every battle in life. Mm. That's pretty important. Your heart's really important in, in, in helping you do what you do. So, Tony, give us your .com so that people can find you on the interwebs. And what's the best way for them to reach out and work with you? People can go to TonySalimi.com. That's T-O-N-Y-S-E-L-I-M-I.com. I have all of my social media links in there. They can follow me. They can connect in there. And pretty much people can reach out to my PA, info at TonySalimi.com. Or they can fill out the form if they're booking me to speak at their events or if they want to, they want me to bring me in their business and look at the overall of the business and start tackling the different issues in the business. Or if they want to work with me privately, or they want to do this five day, 10 day transformational, mental, emotional, spiritual, business, financial retreat that I've been leading for the last 10 years. There you go. There you go. Well, it's more for having you on, Tony. Thanks for coming on. We certainly appreciate it. Thanks to my audience for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, see everything we're reading and reviewing over there. Go to all our groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all those places the crazy kids are playing, and youtube.com. See us over there on all of our wonderful videos. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time.